but the gay stuff's still happening, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, just not in the park. Uh, hello and welcome to Injury Time. My name is Jordan Robinson. And I am Darren Matthews. Good morning. Yeah, this is a morning podcast. We we normally record at nighttime, but it's morning now. Yeah, so I, I have a day off and I'm sorry I had a Zoom meeting last night and I couldn't face doing another fucking Zoom call after. So <laughs> we're recording this morning. Hey, and what a day yeah. to record. Uh, yeah. International break will be the death of us. Yeah, welcome to the shortest episode of this podcast ever. Now, every week we try and do this in less than an hour. We always end up doing about an hour and 50. Sorry about that if you're trying to get us in on the lunch break. I'm this, not. I'd say we can probably get this one in about 18 minutes. So, mm. Exactly. Yeah, that. international break, our most, our most joked about slash hated uh, time of football. It's not a major tournament, so no one gives a fuck about it. Exactly. There's no pubs open, so we can't go watch anything. Mm. And uh, at present, it's... I mean, only a couple of games in, and it doesn't look like either of the two teams on the island of Ireland are going to qualify. So. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's not looking, not looking good. Um, sure, sure, like, and there's not really anything to talk about. I mean, like, obviously, we'll cover um, the Six Nations and stuff like that because Friday's game was sensational. But yeah, apart from that, man, I mean, like, unless it is like a proper tournament, like the Euros or the World Cup, or the um what's the uh, south american one the copa that's copa des america is it or is that yeah, the yeah. yeah i think so is that the, like their champions league no no uh, no copa the copa libertadores uh, that's, that's their the... champions league but the I, I forget what their euros are it's like the the south american euros that's what we'll call it the south american there's also there's all sorts of weird um there's <laughs> all sorts of weird tournaments going on that we don't know or can't pronounce. There's like exactly. the CONCACAF one, which is like yeah. Canada plays Guatemala. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. the, the Derby Den, all Derbys. Like. Um, but yeah, uh, so we'll just quickly uh, um, talk about whatever kind of things that resemble sports news. The Formula One is back. Uh, did you watch it? I know I didn't. I know you didn't. I, I, do you know what? I actually haven't watched Formula One in years because, let's face it, it's got too safe. If no one's going to die, what's the point? And that's what I've been the saying. The first race was, I know, the first race was back. Um, no, actually, although it, I think it was last year or two years ago, the first driver was killed since Ayrton Senna died in 1984 at Imola, which I watched live on TV as a child. It was the 90s, folks. It was a different time. Nobody gave a shit because <laughs> what was going on outside was probably worse. Exactly I, right. <laughs> yeah, I used to watch Formula One all the time. Haven't watched it in years. And then I watched the Netflix series, Formula One, Drive to Survive, which the uh-huh. new series is up based on last year's uh, Formula One championship. And uh-huh. it's actually a fascinating documentary. The politics in Formula One is incredible. So is it kind of like, you know, the all or nothing that Amazon do with like uh, yeah. all the American sports? Mm. Yeah, but this is this is all the team. So each episode will like focus on a team or a couple of drivers and they'll do their wee story. But uh, yeah, it's really good. Like the back, the background dealings and backstabbings is incredible. But yeah, go, go watch it. And then the first game, or the first game, normally the season starts with the Melbourne Grand Prix, which isn't happening this year. Mm. So the first Grand Prix moved to what is normally the second Grand Prix, which is the um, the Bahrain Grand Prix. So great for a Grand Prix, not great for human rights. Bahrain. Oh, right. Yeah. So um, that was on and Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> so Jos Verstappen, or not Jos Verstappen, sorry. Verstappen, Jos Verstappen's son, basically. Um who started on pole ended up finishing second, but he wait wait and... wait 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 he was a stripper. What? Where where a... did he that from? Yeah, you said oh, he, he, was, a... he was on the pole. Oh Jesus! I was like, da, oh, this da, connection's da, da, terrible. Da, da. Hey, I I need a coffee. Fuck. Uh, yeah, Shush. no, I, I I have a coffee, <laughs> and I'm apologizing for both of us. Um, yeah, no, it was it, it's it's weird because it's just something like I've never like I don't see it as a sport. Yeah. Basically, if you don't you know? if you don't watch Formula One, here's how you do it: watch the first corner, see how many people wreck each other, go make your dinner, come back halfway through, check how they're getting on, and then come back again and just see see how they finish. That's that's pretty much it. Honestly, God, that's that's how you watch Formula One. Um, because after the first corner, like first corner is the potential for an absolute pileup because mm-hmm. you've got twenty cars doing two hundred miles an hour. 
and you're like, okay, break. You're like, oh shit. <laughs> so that's the one to watch. But yeah, pretty, pretty much last night, um, Max Verstappen and uh, Lewis Hamilton, who was last year's world champion, who has won mm-hmm. last six out of seven world championships, driving yeah. his Mercedes. Um, they were racing, and they were never more than three seconds apart, apart from pit stops, obviously. Yeah. Never more than three seconds apart during the race. So it was it was actually a very exciting race by comparison. Uh, some drivers have moved teams. So yeah, if you're into your Formula One, please get in touch. We normally do, you know, you know, sports where people kick balls or playing teams, but this is very much a solo thing. And it is back. And why, and why we will not give much of a shout about it when normal football is resumed. International breaks on. So uh, anybody want to talk about any other sports? Mud wrestling? Highlight? <laughs> yeah. What do you fancy? <laughs> Madagascan mud wrestling. Um, yeah, so do you want to talk about the rugby? Because <laughs> I, uh, I watched the rugby. I got very drunk watching the rugby. Uh, yeah, big. And <laughs> it was, uh, so we watched the, uh, the Scotland-France game from Paris uh, after that. I, I didn't have my fix for sport that night. Yeah, hang so, on. Can I point out here that Jordan, when he says from Paris, Jordan wasn't in Paris. The game hey, was, okay. You, do, you don't know I wasn't in Paris. That's all I'm saying. Um, I don't but... know where you are right now. You're on Zoom. You could be in, you could be on your fucking holidays. You could be at your dad's house in Fiji. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Um, so, uh, yeah, I ended up watching the 2019 All-Ireland Hurling Final after on youtube oh wow just you know because uh, i wasn't ready to go to bed yet and there was beers to be done. hang on no 2019 is that not when Rich, does richie hogan get sent off in that one at the end of the first half and then yeah. it's yeah game over oh yeah. that was that okay. was said to be a classic and that sent off completely killed the game oh man that was like on for hurler of the year do you know what i mean hey if you're hurler of the year don't be getting sent off then hmm how about that yeah how about that fair enough it was um it was sketchy enough so yeah, weird as well watch. because when, whenever you watch hurling, you can, any foul that's committed, someone in the country will go, nothing wrong with that. Exactly. Yeah. It could be decapitated and go like, ah, oh, fucking walk it off, you bitch. That's the beauty <laughs> of the sport. So the 2019 hurling, look, like, I should point out as well, I've got, uh, Jordan's taking a big interest now in, in hurling and we actually went for <coughs> a puck about and I was socially distanced knockabout in the park because mm-hmm. we can stand more than two meters apart and hit the ball back and forth to each other. And, um, yeah, so I think the first thing I said to you is I was like, I'll show you how to pick it up and hit it. And you flicked it up and smacked it yourself first go. And I was like, right, you don't need me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> exactly. You can, you can tell what the uh, heritage my uh, forefathers come from, uh, from that. But like, yeah, no, it was fun. I'm definitely, I'm, I like it. Me gusto. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's something therapeutic about like just hitting the ball. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, oh, it's so, yeah. It's there's something about it that you can't really explain. But uh, so um, spoiler alert, Tipperary won. Um, and Quite were, well. And they were very happy about it. Uh, but yes, we'll talk about <laughs> the game that wasn't from two years ago. And uh, we'll talk about the Scotland France game. Uh, you ended up watching it, didn't you, Darren? Uh, the, yes, I, I got watching the, the rugby. Um, massive finish. How. Yet again, which what France team is going to show up? I think France could potentially be the best slash worst rugby team in the world. I know it's they're crazy. they're incredible, and then the next week they're uh, just so fancy. Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> like one week they'll be beating New Zealand, and the next week they'll get beat by Romania or something like that. Something absolutely mental. Like, but uh, yeah, no, it was it was. I wouldn't even say it was a game of two halves because uh, like halfway through the second half, France were just like oh shit, yeah, we need to win by a lot. And like, they weren't even winning at that point. And then Scotland come back at the end, the literal last play of the game, uh, just to, you know, secure second. And that's the first time they've secured second since what, 1999 or something? Uh, Scotland, Scotland, well, 99 was the last year of the old Five Nations. Five Nations, so yeah. have, have they never, they've never finished second in the Six Nations then, basically? I, Is that what you're I, saying? I don't think so. I know they haven't beaten France since... 1999 because i listen <laughs> they would not stop saying it like all through the commentary of the game so um but yet another red card as well in the game so yeah i this, mean like this is going to be this is going to be scotland's version of uh england winning the world cup in 1966 haven't done this since 1989 <laughs> uh, shut up yeah, and when was the last? There was like what two thousand and two, the last time they won the Calcutta Cup in Twickenham. 
Oh no, even more than that. They haven't won the Calcutta. I think it was like 1990. Fuck. <laughs> it was fucking ages ago. Long time, like. So uh, I'd be very happy if I was a Scotland rugby fan right now. Um, uh, but yeah, that's 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 it pretty much for the news this week. Yeah. Have you got anything else? Or <laughs> no, I, I just wanted to add on to the rugby. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? Because obviously, from watching the game, so we knew that France couldn't win the Six Nations, mm-hmm. but they, you know, they, they were still ahead in the game. Why didn't he kick it out and take the victory? They weren't going to get the bonus point, which would so they were trying. They were going for the fourth try, which would have got them the bonus point, but they still wouldn't have enough points to win the Six Nations. Mm-hmm. I think they would. They would have still lost on points difference to Wales by nineteen points. So while winning the game, you were, you needed two points to win the whole thing. You weren't. It physically wasn't possible. Why didn't the Frenchman just kick it out after eighty minutes, or did he not know it was past the time? Because uh, think- he, he got turned over, and then Scotland's try. Like those guys were dead in their feet. It was absolutely. I thought it was brilliant. It was a brilliant end. Very, a very romantic end to the whole thing. Oh yeah, and uh, a great thing for Scottish rugby because they've been they were whipping boys for so long. So I, I mean, fair play to them. Uh, but yet again, I would have said that France team had the potential to win by nineteen points with four tries and doing <coughs> the whole deal, mm. but just wasn't to be. Okay, Sarah, Sarah. Yeah, yeah. Is that, that not French? Italian though? <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know. I thought it was French, and I was uh, uh, no. Uh, was it "C'est la vie"? Yeah, there we go. Fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's too early yeah. to be recording. It is too Me, early. <laughs> you speak like French, like Dale Boy from Only Fools and Horses. <laughs> <laughs> C'est la vie. Uh, so sick. Yeah. No, no, it was great. I, I mean, obviously, the French performance lacked a certain je ne sais quoi, and it just oh, there uh, we go. It wasn't no, to be. Bah, bah, boom. <laughs> I think Vava Boom might be trademarked. We can't say that. Hey, Thierry Henry is a friend of the podcast. I think. See, see, say... Cease and desist letter from Reno. <laughs> uh, yeah, speaking of, did you hear this about. Okay, uh, there, there was something that I meant to talk about, and I always normally remember this just after we finish recording, but now I've remembered it. Um, there has been four different instances that pardon me, um, have been reported on social media of more racial abuse from uh, the international breaks, from uh, the Leicester City Man United game. Uh, it's, it's fucking, I, I don't know. Is there a spotlight on it that it's happening more now? Has it been happening in this frequency, but it just hasn't been reported for, like reported on as much? Oh, sorry. Uh, what what what's the issue there? I I dropped you a wee bit in the so, signal there. So, Fred. Yeah. After his performance uh, uh, against Leicester, got racially abused online. Um, oh. The two Welsh players uh, after their defeat to Belgium, I think it was, uh, got racially abused online. Uh, it's it's just you see it coming up in the news every single day, every single week. And I'm just thinking, is is there a reason that it's more prevalent now? Has it always been this way, but just not as heavily reported on? Um, I, you know, I think with the online thing, it's more. It's obviously a more public forum. What mm. what what have been said down the pub between two racist arseholes can now be directed at the person if they have their own social media account. Yeah, but and I would. I'm, I mean, I would say if anyone if anyone's a professional footballer, you're making enough money, go hire a wee guy to to read the bullshit and tell him to only show you when somebody's like, good job, lad. Yeah, but um, did, you, did you see this? When Joe Hart, uh, he has a social media team and he paid, uh, like he pays them to run his social media and stuff like that. Uh, and they put up a uh, little graphic saying job done. Uh, because When they lost. When they lost against Dynamo Zagreb. And <laughs> <laughs> like he wasn't even playing in the game. It was really fucking weird. Um, so I, I feel like when that happens, there's a social media, the, the committee has a meeting and they, they come up with, you know, we're going to have a tweet to send out if we win and a tweet to send out if we lose. Mm. And somebody saved those in the wrong folder. And <laughs> yeah. this thing went up and nobody fucking proofread the thing. Oh, uh, so funny. Couldn't have happened to a nicer guy either. Uh, yeah, but the, the, the whole online abuse thing, uh, maybe it's because I'm a wee bit older. People, I remember the good old days where, before you tweet something, folks, remember just like, remember the good old days where if you said something like that to somebody's face, they would punch you in yours. So remember mm. that before you're tweeting stuff. If yeah, I said it, this to the person, would they break my nose? Yeah. Just remember that, okay? 
But yeah, tweet like your granny's reading it. Absolutely. Uh, tweet. Yeah. Here, my my granny could add a fucking mean left hook on her. So Ooh. yeah, yeah. Tweet Perfect. like you're tweet like you're saying it to a person who's had four pints and think about what would happen. <laughs> That's that's the perfect segue into this week in sport. This week in sport. Right. Okay, um, this week in sport. What what do we have? The oh, dreaded international break. Oh my god, I feel dirty just talking about it. Uh, shall we start on what Tuesday, Wednesday? Uh, I th- when did the game start? It started what? on Wednesday. Uh, here, hang on as well. I, I just want to say something. Although we give the old international break quite a hard time. I am old enough to remember when international football was exciting. Do you remember that? Do you remember no. when people actually weren't making so much money they wanted to play for their country? No, don't remember. You don't, yeah, you are too young. Yeah. There exactly. used to be this thing, right, where people were like, I'm actually proud to play, for, to play for my country. And then it started getting into the money game where somebody was like, well, fuck, I could get injured playing on international duty. Yeah. Because international duty used to be like a top-up of your wages. You got your international caps and you got money. They don't need the money for playing international football anymore. So going to play in a World Cup now is like sh- is like your agent showing you off hmm. about where they're going to try and move you, which is why like James Rodriguez ended up at Real Madrid when he was playing for Colombia a few years ago. Exactly. Now he's in fucking, now he's in uh, Everton. Also, did you see the thing about him, which we should have covered in the, the news, the uh, the WhatsApp rumor that he's missing because he's, he's uh, transitioning to a lady. It was, a, it was an online rumor that was spread by a WhatsApp conversation and it's fucking hilarious. But it's obviously daft. Anyway, but that wasn't the point. So, yeah, this you, is, know, you need to send me that because I haven't seen it in sense. Oh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll dig it out for you. It sent to me and I was like, what is going on before? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mad. Right. So, Wednesday, uh, we jump into them? Yes, please. Fire away, so, buddy. Uh, the England FA Youth Cup. <laughs> Aston Villa 3... <laughs> Brighton, no, no. Um, the international so, break. <laughs> international break. Turkey against the Netherlands. Four-two. Turkey. Yeah, I mean, like Netherlands are slowly getting back to where they were. Turkey are a decent enough side. Um, I was going to say with that, I'm looking. I'm looking to end down the list of stuff about what would have been like the bad busters for people. Uh, France, Ukraine was a bad buster. Um, yeah. Turkey. I would. I mean. Maybe it's because you're you're historically betting in the Netherlands. They haven't been up to the yeah. standard. Like they're in that 2010 World Cup finalists and have just kind of fucked about and disappeared off the radar at the minute. But Exactly. Yeah. Basically for a, si- a country that size, the Netherlands always produce amazing footballers. But mm. at present, struggling with Turkey. I mean, Turkey make most of the, make most of the World Cups and Euros yeah. as well. So they're not a country to be totally written off, but I would expect the Netherlands to beat them. Exactly. Um... Uh, also, moving on to the Czech Republic game against Estonia. Thomas, so mm-hmm. check yourself before you wreck yourself with the hat trick after being yep. voted Czech Footballer of the Year. So you'll all be complaining about why he's not doing it every week at West Ham, will you? <laughs> exactly. Where's the hat tricks? Um, yeah, no. Hang I, on, you can, score, you can score a hat trick against fucking a country, but you can't <laughs> do it against Fulham. What's going on? <laughs> I, uh, so yeah, they uh, Czech Republic ended up winning 6-2 against Estonia. As you said, uh, France against Ukraine uh, finished 1-1. Is that when Martial got injured? Yeah. Uh, was that that game or was it their second game? I can't, I can't, I can't remember, but... Uh, uh, yeah. And the good laugh is like the, the Ukraine goal was a fucking OG. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Russia ended up being mo- beating Malta. Um, Norway against Gibraltar. Uh, that ended 3-0. And guess who scored? Who scored? Uh, not Holland, because I don't think he was playing. I was going to say, I thought he was... Um, what was the one? That, oh, yeah, Gibraltar's the goalie from Glen Torren. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Holland didn't score. Imagine, imagine that being like... Uh, there was actually somebody posted up something. I think Holland was playing, but he didn't score. Your man, your man kept him quiet. <laughs> but uh, the Glens keeper, Jesus fucking Christ, the Glens keeper, yeah. Which yeah, oh. again, the Glens keeper, the Glens fans now will be like, here to fuck, like yeah, exactly. Holland That's can't it. score, and then you, you're let, you're letting in three again, Dungano. Oh fuck! Speaking of which, actually, we'll go back to Tuesday because there's some uh, Northern Irish Premiership games that we forgot oh, to cover. Good. Um, Stuff we can actually cover, yeah. Exactly. And uh, some big shocks. So the first one, Balamina beat Linfield 2-1. Uh, 
okay, this is yet again, basically everyone you called lost. Exactly. I'm like, what the actual fuck? Hang on. I... No, no, sorry. You're, you're rescued. There's a draw in there. <laughs> oh, thank fuck. Uh, uh, yeah. so... One, two, three, four. Five games, you got four wrong. <laughs> Actually, you, you, you got all five wrong because you called the winners, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, Balavina beat Linfield. Cargary Rangers beat Portadown 5-3. Dunganon v Crusaders 2-1 um, I can't believe that Oh my god I mean like I'm happy Rory Carroll got the win But Jesus fucking Christ like, Yeah uh, Glen Avon Corian 1-1 And Glen Torren beat Warren Point 2-1 Yeah man I'm just not predicting Any more scores Like <laughs> Folks if you listen to the podcast And you have like a Paddy Power Bet365 um, Account Other other uh, betting apps are available Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever whatever Jordan says in this podcast, just go the complete opposite to him. Throw a ten round. You be exactly do it. Thank because, us later. Buy us yeah. pints when the pubs reopen. So uh, Thursday, um, Jesus, there's a lot of games. Um, uh, I guess the highlights that we'll cover: England five nil against San Marino. Um, yeah, San Marino. Like, come on. Did uh, did you go back and did you go back when I told you last week to to go and check out that game where um, San Marino stopped? England qualifying for the 1984 yes. World Cup. Mm-hmm. Did you it. see the fastest goal? Mm-hmm. It was amazing, wasn't it? It was good, like to be fair. <laughs> yeah, it was like a postman or something. <laughs> um, uh, Germany beat Iceland 3-0. Um, Germany seemed to be returning to a bit of form under Joachim Lowe, which yeah. you know, is good. Italy beat Northern Ireland 2-0 in Italy. Um, uh, I got to see the highlights of the game. I didn't get watching the actual game, though. Uh, yeah, it's you know, Scotland. Uh, oh, the Scotland game now that was different. Yeah, it because was. Um, your man, is that the overhead kick? Yeah, Mag- uh, McGinn. Yeah, yeah, good, so, good week for the McGinns this week, like uh, definitely. Um, so yeah, Scotland getting a, a point again, a decent point against Austria. So yeah, yeah. Austria wouldn't be a bad side. Exactly. Um, moving on to Friday, uh, there were. Oh, hang on, hang on. We, di- we didn't. We didn't cover one of the games. I, I just remembered from uh, from Wednesday, probably because it wasn't worth mentioning. But uh, the Republic of Ireland has lost three two to Serbia. Now everyone was very excited because in that one game, the Republic of Ireland scored more goals than it scored in their last nine. So oh. that was that was where they were at, and still went down three two. And we'll we'll get to the we'll get to what happened in the other game now. Yeah. Uh, so that was on Saturday, wasn't it? Uh, yes, that was so, no international for Friday, so it was back on Saturday. Yeah. So yeah, uh, just a couple of the highlights. Um, the Netherlands beat Latvia two nil. Uh, Turkey beat Norway three nil. Um, Portugal drew with Serbia. We saw Ronaldo's meltdown. And Luxembourg. Which, by the way, by the way, <laughs> Ronaldo's meltdown. Definite goal. Did you see how far over the fucking line that ball was? I I I think it's still on the line. I, I didn't. Ah uh, no no no! I, I I somebody got somebody got a photo of the the above, and I was like, that is a goal. <laughs> um, but yes, Luxembourg. Uh, you know Ireland. Uh, you know, give them a run for their money. But Luxembourg one 0 winners. Yeah, uh. Nin- <laughs> ranked ninety eight in the world powerhouse Luxembourg. Yeah. Which is a population about the size of fucking Nuri. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was uh, yeah, not good for the old republic. Like, um, yeah. So uh, as I said, like how how big Luxembourg is as a country. Luxembourg was invaded by the Germans in World War Two. Uh, so, but so they had a government and an army in exile, like the Polish had. Uh, do you know how many people were in the Luxembourg army during World War Two in exile? Fifteen. No, eighty. But oh. that's <laughs> okay. That's an entire country's <laughs> contribution to a war. Like, hey, they did their part. Um, yeah. a, a wee highlight from League One as well. Peterborough were playing Accrington. Uh, Accrington Stanley. Who are they? Uh, I've been practicing my Liverpudlian accent, and I think it's really good at the minute. I'm just gonna keep telling you to calm down all the time. <laughs> calm down. I uh, know it just sounds like I'm from West Belfast when I say calm down. Um. Yeah, they uh, uh, they beat Peterborough. Uh, no, Peterborough beat Accrington seven uh, nil. 
It's a big one, even in, in the lower leagues, isn't it? Like? Right, isn't it? Uh, but yeah, moving on to the Premiership, uh, on Northern Irish Premiership, that is, on uh, Saturday, uh, Balamina against Dunganan. Uh, Dunganan ended up winning, uh, losing uh, 5-1 to Balamina. Ooh, quite, that was quite the scorecard, that one. Exactly. Uh, Carrick Rangers drew 1-1 with Warren Point. Cliftonville came away winners from uh, at Solitude against Coleraine. That was, you know, decent, decent three points for them. That that middle pack, none of them are going to catch the top teams because they're all taking points off each other. I know. I was it's looking a, at the, I was looking at the results, and the table changes every week. I know, guaranteed. I'm, I'm like, stop beating Coleraine. What are you doing? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Glen Avon uh, drew with Lauren two two. Glentoran beat Crusaders 1-0 and Linfield beat Portadown 1-0. Um, tale as old as time, huh? Uh, well, I mean, oh, Glentoran weren't a bad run where they beat Linfield twice. So, yeah. And obviously you have absolutely no faith in your own team, which exactly. breaks my heart every time you say it. Every time and it's on, you're like, the disappointment in your eyes when you're like, we're not going to win that one. I'm like, come on! I, re- I remember going to Solitude uh, and winning the league at Solitude <laughs> I remember me getting on the TV trying to hug Stephen Baxter while he's jumping up the fence in solitude to celebrate with us. I remember Brilliant. the good times. <laughs> what year was that? <laughs> Fuck, 2016? Yeah. I got I got dumped a couple of days before it. And that cheered you right up? That, well, it, it, it was like a placebo effect. I felt fine for like two <laughs> days and then I was like... <laughs> My life is meaningless. Um, <laughs> so, and then you have to wait for another year for them to hopefully win it again. I know exactly, uh, and they didn't. Uh, moving on to Sunday's games. So yesterday, uh, the mighty footballing nation of Kazakhstan got beat two 0 by France. Um, yep. England beat Albania two 0 Denmark beat Moldova eight 0 yeah, I was going to say that um, I think that was the France game where Martial got hurt because mm. Mbappe came on and then missed a the fucking penalty. Uh, not like him. Um, then uh, what else? Uh, 1-1 Israel against Scotland. Yeah, um, Scotland come away with the draws. Hey, North Macedonia winning 5-0 against Liechtenstein after qualifying for their first ever major tournament. Yeah. North Macedonia. Um, if I, basically, the only thing I know about Macedonia is that it's where Alexander the Great was from. That's yeah. all I know about them. Exactly. And that's fucking thousands of years ago. So I can't. They're my pick for the Euros this year. Um, and I know this is World Cup qualifications, but see if they get to the World Cup. Oh, I, that's the one shirt I'm going to buy. If there, um, if there's a Northern Macedonia, is there a Southern Macedonia? Uh, it's called the Republic of Macedonia. <laughs> Uh, and it's very contentious. <laughs> I was thinking, like you know, North North Dakota, South Dakota. <laughs> Could well be. Um, well, hey, I mean, look at it. I mean, like, there's a West Virginia, but is there an East Virginia? Uh, we need to go find out. We'll do it yeah. after we get back from Fiji. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, is that Sam- North Fiji or no, <laughs> no, the, there we, we broke the rule of three. Too many jokes. Okay. Uh, San Marino got beat three 0 by Hungary. Switzerland beat. Lithuania 1-0 Ukraine Finland drew yeah just quite <laughs> mundane games um, and obviously the Northern Ireland team uh, which I would like uh, to state for the record uh, that I was told in confidence by someone who works for IFA that uh, uh, Northern Ireland don't play on Sundays but uh, apparently uh, they do um, yeah, and you know what was worse too? It was like while our podcast was still fresh on the airwaves, that was just proven completely wrong. The thing exactly. we said, yeah, I know, but I was, I was and we don't like being proved wrong unless it's us picking who's going to win a game, okay? Exactly, I, I, I don't like it, I do not like it. Um, so yeah, that was uh, that was pretty much all the games. There is there any tonight? I don't think there is. No, 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 I, I've double checked this. Not European, but if you want to see more international football, I have no idea why the fuck you would. Um, but international friendlies, Ecuador play Bolivia. That should oh. be uh, I, the potential for just loads of lads selling each other cocaine. And <laughs> there's a World Cup qualifier for North and Central America. The Cayman Islands are playing Canada. So Canada are playing uh, what I can only presume is a lot of people that don't pay tax. Yeah. 
<laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah. Well, that was an easy wrap up. That's the quickest we've ever done the scores. I know, crazy. Uh, yeah, um, there's. Uh, we'll cover the games to watch uh, in the um, uh, the last segment or outro. Uh, all we got left now is story time and then the outro and hopefully I won't fuck up the editing like I did last time. Yeah, for those of you who were listening to last <laughs> week's episode, you, you weren't having a stroke. Time didn't jump back and forward. Jordan actually left in the sentence. I'll probably edit this out anyway. That's in the recording. And I text you, being like, did you mean to do that? And you're like, no, but there's a load of people have listened to it, so don't want to take it down and put <laughs> yeah. it back up again because we already have all the listeners. I was like, for fuck's sake. Uh, so hopefully Tim wasn't listening to that going fucking amateurs. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Fingers crossed. Uh, See, but yeah. this is why I don't edit my podcast. I just try and do a right first go. And if it doesn't work, I just, right, that's never getting used. Fuck it. Oh, dear. It was, it was, hey, it was fun. Um uh incidentally uh since uh we did the episode with shane um tim's episode is the most popular so between eric tim yeah uh so the england 11 multi-sports stars and uh andreas escobar are all dwindling in terms of plays compared to um the ian wright one so uh story time story time baby i'm looking story time Okay, uh, so story time this week. Uh, it is a different story. Uh, we are covering a gentleman um, who is famous for playing the sport of ice hockey. Um, Canadian-born, uh, what's his name? Timmy? Can, we'll go can Timmy? I point out as well, can I point out as well that when you're like famous for playing ice hockey, that's not what he's famous for? <laughs> well, technically, that's what I knew him for. And yes, you're correct, because he's yeah. much more famous for other reasons. But yeah, yes, he, we... he, he actually he's actually a Canadian guy. He owns property in Belfast. He's got uh, uh, two. <laughs> two I, yeah, is there one in Uring now or somewhere? Uh, no, but I mean they had they used to have the wee um the donut stands and the coffee things like yeah. in petrol stations and stuff. So I think we had one of those, but I'm not totally sure. Yeah, there's yeah. there's one in Newton Abbey now as well. Yeah, yeah. So very, pretty much we're talking about hockey hall of fame inductee from 1977. Jordan, who are we talking about? We're talking about Tim Horton. Yeah. Born so, in 1930, so it's it's a wee while ago. Oh, just a couple of years. Um, but yeah, yeah. his real name, which uh, <laughs> will uh, let you know why he went by Tim. Uh, his real name was Miles Gilbert Horton. Miles Gilbert Horton. That's that's yeah. a very yeah. That sounds like someone who was born in 1930. You know what <laughs> exactly I mean? right. Um, I I wonder why he went Tim. Uh, actually, that's a good point. Maybe it's like, I mean, like, it could be a thing, uh, like my grandparents were years ago. Uh, it's a very funny Catholic thing where the, you could call your kid whatever you wanted, but they had to be given a saint's name to be baptized. So unless it was something like that, it could have been from a religious family. Oh. Like my grandfather was christened John, but everyone called him Jack, which was his name all his life. Yeah, my grandfather was It's a weird thing. Name. My my granddad yeah. was the exact same. Uh, crazy, but uh, so he was uh, obviously born in uh, whereabouts was he born in Canada, um, Ontario? He, yeah. So uh, uh, he was born in Cochrane, Ontario. But then it says in a uh, he grew up in a mining community near Timmins. Timmins is where I've actually been. The Timmins. It's about <gasps> eight hours north of um Toronto. of Toronto. Yeah. Now. Tim Horton is not the most famous person to come from Timmins. Do you want to guess who it is? It's, oh, it's and it's not a it's not a sports star. Okay, uh, so not a sports star, but Canadian. So and 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 from Timmins. <laughs> okay, um, Celine Dion. No, I think Celine Dion is uh, French yeah, Canadian, but yeah, yeah. Timmins does have a French Canadian community. Timmins' most famous resident, and I can tell you now, Timmins is the fucking Newry of uh, <laughs> Ontario, and that's twice I've mentioned my hometown. <laughs> hasn't been good either time Timmins most famous resident is Shania Twain what <laughs> and when I was there working I said to somebody I was like does she still have a house here and the guy went buddy look around do you think she's still got a house here <laughs> <laughs> it's like finding out one of your favorite like I don't know Soviet leaders was from Chernobyl <laughs> and you're walking around Chernobyl it's like I wonder which house is his 
Yeah. Initially uh, country star and then future pop star Shania Twain is from Timmins, Ontario, where Tim Horton, maybe that's where he picked up the Tim. <gasps> you never do know. Yeah, yeah I know that. we're normally factual in story time, but let's just pretend that's what happened. Yeah, that, that's speculation, if anything. Um, but yeah, he uh, was a defenseman who spent 24 seasons in the NHL playing for the likes of the Toronto Maple Leafs, the New York Rangers, the Pittsburgh Penguins, and the Buffalo Sabres. Can we point out as well, that's 24 seasons before helmets were mandatory. Like so I know. Yeah, that that was 24 seasons of dodging a bullet, essentially, like, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, it, it, was, it was completely crazy. Um, but yeah, um, he's also for, uh, renowned for being the co-founder of Tim Horton's fast food chain restaurant, where we have several in Belfast as well. So Yes, and where when I was in Canada, I put on about a stone and weight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tim Bits there <laughs> so the nation's obesity problem is down to Tim Bits look. Um, yeah. but yeah, so we'll cover in his, his early life. As you said, he was born in Cochrane, Ontario at the Lady Minto uh, hospital. Um, to Ethel May and Aaron Oakley Horton, a Canadian national railway mechanic. Um, and he had one brother called Jerry Horton. Um, the family moved in 1935 to Deepakwa in Quebec, returning to Ontario in uh, 1938 to Cochrane. The family moved to Sudbury in 1945. So shall we get yeah. into his playing career? No problem, dude. Far away. So uh, Horton grew up uh, playing ice hockey in Cochrane and later uh, the mining community uh, near Timmins. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs organization signed him in 1948 and he moved to Toronto to play junior hockey and attend the St. Is it Michaels? Um, college school hockey team uh two years later Saint, uh, hang on hang on st michael's is it st michael's yeah it's because it, remember if he was in still in like the french bit of canada it probably would have been san michael yes yeah. st michael's st michael's is the name of my um the gaelic team i played for in toronto yeah. up, up mike's yeah up, up a, uh, mike and ike's um two years later uh he turned professional um with the toronto maple leafs farm team uh at that time it was the pittsburgh hornets uh, of the AHL now it's the Toronto Marlies so why I don't get this why is your farm team not in the same city that's just fucking <laughs> I know it's strange like it's strange and the fact that they change all the time because growing up the um so my favorite team is the Vancouver Canucks and their uh their farm team for the majority of my time uh that I was like learning about hockey and stuff like that uh was the Manitoba Moose okay and like we had like a couple of really really great uh uh players come out of the system like Luke Bourdon and uh uh you know Ka- uh, Kessler Kevin uh, Biaxa and stuff like that and, and you're like oh my god these are like class players and then for some reason we uh the Winnipeg Jets now have the Manitoba Moose as their farm team and we have the Utica Comets and like Utica I think is in upstate New York or something like that it's a bit crazy like <laughs> Yeah, folks as well, if you're listening to this and you don't know anything about hockey, farm team is basically like your junior squad or your reserve team. It's where people coming back from injury go there to get up to game time or you'll Mm -hmm. you'll take a young talent development squad. Basically, that's what it is. Exactly, yeah. Um, So Timmy spent, uh, I'm going to call him Timmy now because we're friends. Um, (laughs) uh, He spent the first three seasons uh, playing for the Pittsburgh Hornets, um, playing his first NHL game on March 26th. So... A couple of days ago in 1950, um, Horton did not appear in the NHL again until 1952, uh, but uh, he remained a, uh, a Toronto Maple Leaf until 1970, winning four Stanley Cups. Massive. Mental. That is like winning four Champions Leagues. Because like you go, you go through the, I, if you guys don't know um, the whole structure, for the NHL season, you go through a whole season and that seeds you into like different, uh, uh, you know, uh, starting positions in terms of like the Champions League. So just think of the Champions League, but there's games being played every single day kind of thing. And then you're... See, you're... Uh, here's the other thing though. This is um, this is a long time ago. So I wondered how many teams were in it. No, no, look, even if there was fucking five teams winning... Winning four Stanley Cups is massive. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it, well, it's, it's at the time. It's crazy. But after winning the four Stanley Cups, uh, Horton later played for, as I said before, the New York Rangers, 
back to Pittsburgh to play for the Penguins, the NHL team, and the Buffalo Sabres. Um, he's, uh, yeah, and as you were saying, uh, he was playing a long time before uh, um, helmets and player safety essentially was mandatory in the league. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's uh, I I don't know how people like that aren't um, you know what's call it like brain damage from like pucks to the head or stuff like that. I I I just don't understand it. Like true as well. Yeah. Well, probably because he didn't get hit much in the head. Like, but uh, yeah, it's very weird. But his um, so when he was playing, he so the Toronto Maple Leafs um. He played what? Let's see here. Yeah. So, how many seasons? Oh, geez, he played loads with it. So he played from nineteen fifty two to nineteen seventy with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, wow. And like, uh, I I would like to go into the amount of games and goals he scored and stuff like that, but there's just too many to go into. Um. But yeah, so he retired in nineteen seventy four. Um. Well, I'd like I. I don't know if uh, retired is the uh, yeah because I, I know the end of the it. story he didn't retire but <laughs> oh. yeah well yeah okay well yeah, my well. bad um so yeah we'll talk briefly about the donut industry um in 1964 uh, Tim Horton opened up his first Tim Horton's donut shop in Hampton uh, Hamilton Ontario Canada on Ottawa Street um he added a few uh, of his uh, culinary creations to. Uh, the initial menu, and by 1968, Tim Horton had been a multi-million dollar franchise system, uh, and now they're all over the world. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and um, so in 1974, his business partner, Ron Joyce, bought out the Horton family shares for $1 million, uh, Canadian dollars, and after, and as sole owner of the existing chains, which at the time, there was 40 stores, um, uh by 2013 there was 4600 stores um you know which is so uh today tim hortons is a flagship of restaurant brands international a conglomerate that includes burger king and okay popeyes as well which is popeyes chicken from little yeah yeah so uh, popeyes chicken's fucking awesome (laughs) popeyes louisiana kit yeah so yeah, I mean, like, cr- crazy, like, that uh, he was, like, such a successful ice hockey player. And then also, you know, he knew... Pretty much as well, donuts. because obviously... Well, because obviously in 1964, I mean, if you said he, like, he'd been playing since, what, 1947 or something? Yeah. So he was obviously looking at life after hockey. So he thought, I've got a couple of bucks, need to open something. And it ended up being absolutely massive. But yeah, that whole thing there. I do know what from living in Canada, there was a whole thing about whenever Ron Joyce bought the Horton shares off of families, mm-hmm. there was basically he was like, There's a million dollars, and at the time, a million dollars was obviously massive, and they thought yeah. brilliant. And then they must have saw what he went on and did with the company and went, oh, We should probably get more for that. Yeah, so there's been all sorts of legal battles and stuff. Yeah, um, so w- yeah, we'll we'll get into that uh, after the traditional uh injury time. Oh my gosh, it ends sadly. Um, so, uh, Tim Horton was killed after losing control of his sports car on the Queen Elizabeth Way in St. Catharines, uh, Ontario, in the early hours of February the 21st, 1974. Um, that he had played a game uh, in Toronto the previous evening against his former team, the Maple Leafs, uh, and he was driving uh, alone back to Buffalo, 100 miles south. Um, so yeah, that was, that was kind of weird that he was driving alone, you know, normally there's team buses and that kind of stuff, but I guess it was just, because it's the closest, it's like, yeah, Buffalo, it's like from Dublin to Belfast, essentially. So it's not, yeah, I mean, Toronto to Toronto to Buffalo in the NHL, a lot of people from Toronto will follow the Buffalo Bills because it's the closest game you can actually get to, to watch yourself. Exactly. Yeah. You're going to watch a live game. So yeah, but, um, yeah, I mean, Toronto to Buffalo, as NHL teams go, that's the closest team to Toronto. The, yeah. near, the next nearest team is five hours up the road in Ottawa. Yeah. The Ottawa. So, so uh, yeah. So, yeah, it sounds. Um, yep. the, so the Sabres had lost the game. And despite sitting at third period and playing with uh, jaw and ankle injuries, um, Horton was selected as one of the three stars of the games. 
Um, so what that basically means is it's like they have a man of the match system, uh, but there's like three. So, but they're just like the stars of the game. So if you get man of the match, you get a uh, first star essentially. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's just kind of like a ranking system for the games. Um, so, uh, so the, this is this is the interesting thing. So Horton's Pantero, which is the uh, sports car that he was using, had been given to him by Sabres general manager as an in- uh, incentive to return uh, for to the team for one more season. So essentially, the general manager goes like, "Here, I know your career's winding up and stuff like that, but you're still a decent player. Will you play for us for like another uh, uh, season? Here's a nice car." essentially like <laughs> um you know i would love that like yeah that'd be pretty cool i mean that's that's probably when getting a car off you know somebody was a lot of money or a big thing especially a, a fancy sports car exactly yeah um so yes on his drive back to buffalo horton stopped at uh at his office in oakville uh and was met there by ron joyce ron joyce obviously being the uh partner in the Tim Hortons franchises. Um, while there, Horton phoned his brother, Jerry, who recognized that Tim had been drinking and tried to persuade him not to continue driving. Joyce also offered to have Horton stay with him, but Horton chose to continue uh, his drive to Buffalo, uh, which, you know, good. I'm going on record here and saying, if you are friends with someone, do not let them drive drunk. Absolutely. Because this is normally what happens. Um, so uh, after 4 a.m., a woman reported to the Ontario Provincial Police in Burlington that she had observed a car traveling at high speed on the Queen Elizabeth Way. Uh, a warning over the uh, police broadcast radio 30 minutes later, Officer Mike Gula observed a speeding vehicle traveling from Niagara bound on the Queen Elizabeth Way to Vineyard. Uh, Gula activated the sirens and attempted to pursue Horton's vehicle, but lost sight of it. So he definitely must have been motoring. Like um, he was, he was nipping in a sports car that yeah. the wee cop car wasn't going to catch. Like so, exactly. Um, Horton passed a curve in the road on Ontario Street while he was approaching the Lake Street exit in St. Catharines when he lost control and drove into the center grass median, uh, where his tire caught uh, the sewer opening, which caused the car to flip several times. Uh, before it came to stop on the roof, the Toronto, uh, 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 like it came to stop on the roof on the Toronto band lanes, not wearing a seatbelt, Horton was found 123 feet, which is 37 meters away from the car and was later pronounced dead at St. Catherine's General Hospital. Jesus Christ. So he gets thrown, he, it actually flipped that violently and he wasn't wearing his stuff. He got thrown out of the car. Exactly. Yeah. So. I should have, I should have known you didn't want to do Tim Horton for the fucking coffee and donuts, and that was the interesting <laughs> story. It was, it was never going to end well. Why do I let? Why do I trust you? I knew he had died young, but I was like, I can't remember what happened to him. Yeah, massive car crash, drunk. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> subsequent to uh, Horton's death, there was no official public inquiry, and the autopsy was not made public. Uh, police would not state whether Horton was intoxicated or not, but in two thousand and five, Horton's autopsy was made public. Um, uh, and it was revealed that Horton's blood alcohol level at the time of the crash was twice the legal limit. Okay. And that uh, several half-filled uh, vodka bottles were amongst the car debris in the crash. And there's a number of different drugs. Uh, I can try and pronounce them. Uh, Dexedrin, mm-hmm. uh, Dexamol, and Amorbartable. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, uh, but apparently, yeah, they're, they are common use in uh, sports stars for injuries and different things like that. Yeah, well, I mean, it said there that he was he was playing hurt. He had a bad ankle yeah. and a bad jaw. Exactly. So you imagine, I would imagine back in the good old days with that before proper pain management and stuff, people would just take whatever was going to numb the pain, which may have been a bottle of vodka and some pills. Yeah. Which did not end well. And hasn't ended well for a lot of sports stars. But Exactly. Yeah. Look at every single WWE star, <laughs> um, and yeah, so that was that was the ballad of old Tim Horton. Yeah, um, so I'm gonna like... go get a double. I'm gonna go get a double double today, just for uh, just yeah. for just pour a bit out the floor for Tim. <laughs> yeah, one from a home, one from a homies. <laughs> 
And so uh, like uh, we've done uh, with the likes of Maradona, Babe Ruth, all that, um, we will just try, we'll try and give out all his awards and achievements through his time with the NHL. Uh, so uh, I'll just try and run through these without taking a breath. And we'll see. Hey, I'm look. I'm looking at this list. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna shut up now and be very impressed if you get through this list without taking a breath. Okay. Uh, Just remember, this time last year, I I was in hospital with collapsed lungs. So, uh, if I do this, I'm gonna be very impressed myself. Uh, Okay, take a breath. Take a breath. (laughs) Name to the first NHL Arsenal team in 1964, 1968, 1969. Name to the second All-Star team in 1954, 1963, and 1967. Stanley Cup champion from 1961 to 1967. Inducted posthumously in 1977 into the Hockey Hall of Fame. Uh, included in the Buffalo Sabres Hall of Fame in 1982, 1996. Oh, I tried. Um, number two. Not bad. That's over halfway. <laughs> uh, number two jersey was uh, retired by the Buffalo Sabres in 1986. Uh, 1998 uh, was ranked number 43 on the hockey news list 100 greatest players of all time in 2004 ranked number 59 in the greatest canadian list by the cbc uh 2015 was the recipient of the bruce prentice uh legacy award by the ontario sports hall of fame uh 2016 his number seven jersey was retired by the toronto maple leaves and in january 2017 horton was part of the first group of players to be named the hundred greatest, hundred greatest NHL players in history by the league. My who, Jordan? My who? Well done. I, I don't know what that means, but uh, <laughs> yeah, basically, uh, basically very good. I forgot to tell you. Now you're playing hurling. You have to learn uh, to speak Irish fluently. I uh, can't, but you have to. Okay. So. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I, I'm learning all like uh, the Irish mythology that goes along with hurling and stuff like that, which is. Um, oh, that's so. Dude, whenever the world opens up again, I'll take you down. I'll show you the statue of Coo Holland that's down outside uh, Sleeve Gullion in South Armagh. Yeah. The most famous hurler of all time, hey, well, defender of Ulster. I, I can't wait until, um, uh, so instead of like FIFA, there's like a hurling um, ultimate team on PlayStation. And like Koo Holland was, is like the, the legend card that you can get. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I was going to say, you, you know the story about that Koo Holland wasn't his original name, yeah? Uh, he wasn't originally from Ulster. Satanta. So, oh, Satan- so that's why they call it Satanta Sport. I see. There you go. That's how famous he was. He got a news. St- he got a fucking TV <laughs> station named after him. A friend of mine works for Satanta Sport. So he does. Are they still a thing? I yeah. thought GA go tuck all the window to their sales. Hey, that's what you think, but you're not going to stop the Satantas. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty much us for uh, story time this week. Uh, let's get on to games to watch so you can give me questions and hopefully I can be happy about me winning. This yeah, week. well, actually, um, we'll do games to watch, but I do now have to change one of the questions because you've said it to me, one of the things I was going to ask you. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll do that now. But anyway. Okay, cool. Uh, right, but we'll, we'll, do, we'll, do, we'll do games to watch. Let's do games to okay. watch. Because it's, uh, although it's more fucking qualifying. <laughs> I know, man. I, I know it's almost like too much. Um so yeah, we'll we'll start. I, with... I will never complain about reading out the Europa uh, League <laughs> fixtures every game. I'm so sorry because every uh, fucking country in the world is playing this week. <laughs> exactly. Um, so we'll start with the Northern Irish Premiership on Tuesday. Uh, which hey, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, say much, but it's kind of my birthday on Tuesday, so. Uh, you know, if uh, if Crusaders could get at least a point from Porter Down, I would be really happy. Oh, it should be fit to beat Porter Down. Come on. I, hey, I said that about fucking uh, Dungannon last week, and look what happened. Um, Fair enough. So, Coleraine against Lauren, Balamina, Carrick Rangers, Cliftonville against Glentoran, Dungannon against Glenavon, and Porter Down, as I said, against Crusaders. Um, there's a couple mm. of European qualifiers that day, too. Um, Portugal against Luxembourg. Let's see how that works out. Um, uh, yeah, there there doesn't really seem to be any uh, kind of juicy pictures. Maybe Wales against the Czech Republic. That's I can't believe that. Um, like I can't believe that the Republic of Ireland are going to have to play Portugal. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I cannot wait either. Um, so yes, on Wednesday, so the thirty first, the last day of March. Fucking hell. Um, this year is flying in. Um, Austria against Denmark, England against Poland. I think the England Poland game is probably the highlight. Um, yeah. 
Uh, the, that's going to be uh, Lewandowski versus England. That's going to be yeah, good. exactly. Can't wait. Um, uh, Northern Ireland are playing Bulgaria. Yes. And Scotland are playing the Faroe Islands. It's called Faroe. Yeah. Everybody ends up playing the fucking Faroe Islands at least once. It seems to be like a few years ago, at least one of the Irish teams would have to play the Faroe Islands. I'm assuming yeah. it's because they're close by, but yeah. Probably. Um, but yeah, uh, so there's no uh, no games on Thursday. So Friday, um, there's a bunch of uh, championship games, League Two and all that. But in the Premiership, uh, Balamina are hosting Crusaders. Um, uh, obviously, uh, optimistic. Hopefully, uh, Crusaders can take something from it. But uh, the way... Balamina have been playing, you know, getting points or, or getting all three points um, against Limfield uh, and just being like generally good form. I don't really think uh, Crusaders stand a chance at the minute, but sure, we'll see. Won't we? Yeah. Uh, and then this is the most glorious thing that I have ever said. And I love the fact that the Premiership is back. Oh, I felt good to say. Um, couple uh, like there's a couple of good games here as well um obviously early kickoff chelsea west brom uh and then leeds against sheffield united but from yep. five from five thirty, leicester against man city first against third and then yeah that's gonna be that's gonna be a good a good saturday evening after work exactly and uh arsenal they're up against liverpool at the emirates Ooh, that'd be good like that's, gonna be, good, that's yeah. gonna be good um and then Sunday there are no games that interest me whatsoever. There's uh yeah, well look, yeah. we'll we'll do them quick. Southampton, Burnley, Newcastle, Tottenham, mm. Aston Villa, Fulham, and United, Brighton. Yeah. Uh hopefully points for United as we all hope. Uh exactly. well as I know I do. Uh but yeah, not as good. Save your save your drinking for Saturday, folks. Exactly. Uh and then on Monday, uh there's a couple of games. There's Everton against Crystal Palace and Wolves are hosting West Ham. By which point we will be back with a new episode. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, that's the games this week. So this week it is time for my questions. Let's do this. The revenge of Jordan. The revenge of Jordan after his one out of three. Here we go. Uh, yeah, that wasn't good. Okay. Now I should point out as well. I had to change one of the questions last minute because earlier on you said that was the first time Scotland had beaten France in Paris since 1999, and I was like, my question was definitely what was the last year that Scotland beat France in Paris. So. <laughs> Thought it was a good question. You knew it was a great question. Okay, all right. We're so we're just gonna have three football questions because I was I can't give you a Formula One question running because you don't know fuck all about it. Yeah, yeah, that that would be me. That would be unfair. Um, Okay, all right. So question one, uh, episode three, and you hope the return of Jordan. Question one: Canada, USA, and which other country? will host the 2026 World Cup for the first time that three nations will host. Mexico? Correcto mundo. Yay. I'm not sure if that's actually Spanish. Um, okay, question two to Euro's question. Mm-hmm. Portugal are the defending European champions. Yeah. However, Portugal lost the 2004 European final to which rank outsiders? Uh, Greece. Oh, two or two, baby. Okay. That was a great game as well. <laughs> It was a really, actually, a really good. Why? Well, Greece were like what, fifty to one or hundred to one for that one? I yeah, it's it's Sergio Samaras like. Okay, all right. Last question, Roy Carroll. Oh no, <laughs> who who you have a signed photo of in your house? Uh huh. Is now playing for which team? Oh come on, man, that's easy. Dungannon Swift. No, that's not. That's not the question. <laughs> oh damn it, you motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> Roy Carl, who is now playing for the Gallon Swifts yeah. in his playing career. Yeah. Who was the last at the time Premier League team Roy played for? Okay. Uh so it is going to be, I know this. It's Derby County. Ah, three out of three. Yeah. Yes. yes! Uh, we should and, and we should point out to obviously take into account the Irish misery. He was on the Derby County team that was the worst performing Premier League team. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Good old yeah, injury time. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah, three out of three. Well done. Well done. Perfect. Yeah. Um, Very good. Uh, all that is left is to uh, number one. I'm not thanking Mona or Johnny this week because, to be honest, they haven't earned it. So, That's fair enough. 
Wait, well, wait, wait. Do we need Johnny to do this week? Yeah, you know what? Fuck Johnny. We'll just find a picture of Tim Horton online. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just take a photo of me with the Tim Hortons. Um, so, uh, but yes, Johnny, uh, his new podcast, The Sane Asylum, is out now. Uh, you guys should go watch it. It's about mental health, which is funny to talk about. Um, Very cool. Uh, yeah, you should check that out. Um, uh, I uh, am Jordan Robinson, and I would like to thank you, Darren Matthews, for um, giving me three easy questions as a birthday present. I appreciate it. You are more than welcome. Uh, I, will, I, will, I, will, I will give you so over some beers as an actual birthday present. Hey, okay. Beers and beers. Uh, we're going to go to the park and knock knock the old slither about again, aren't we? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. not a euphemism for meeting up with the toilets for gay stuff, folks. That's that's what you call the ball in hurling if you're listening mm-hmm. abroad. Okay. But the gay stuff's still happening, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, just not in the park. Oh, okay. Um, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> I show you ball control. Okay. Hey, uh, and I would also like to thank myself for not being too uh, disgusted by uh, uh, you coming on to me. <laughs> yeah, and also, and also me asking you to um, get up at nine in the morning. Hey, man, I'm being productive today. I am being productive as fuck. So I would like to thank you for the productivity boost. Um, I'm going to take my tablets and ring the mental health nurse. <laughs> no problem. Have fun, um, kid. Yes, uh, I've been Jordan Robinson. I've been Darren Matthews. Thank See you, you guys much. next week. Brr.